Thompson. On the show today, we have the fabulous Belinda from Footprint as it's National Wills Month. Let's find out what you need to be prepared for your will. Welcome to Property Matters. Welcome along to another Monday on Property Matters. Great to have you listening, whether you're listening live here on Planet FM 104.6 or perhaps you've tuned in to Planet Audio or to any of our podcasts which you can download from Spotify, Apple, Samsung or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. It's great to have you along. Can you believe it is September already? We're going to need to start thinking Christmas shows shortly. The year is just flying by. Hey, thank you to our listeners who came along and checked out Ghost here in Auckland, which I was directing, and a few weeks ago we had some of the cast in here. I was so touched on the weekend to have a couple of people come up to me in the foyer and say, we listen to Property Matters and we thought we'd come and support. You guys are awesome. It's fantastic to have that sort of support. Wasn't real estate at all, but, you know, always good to have a night out. So thanks for that. Now we've got something very different this week. We are going to celebrate, if you can say the word celebrate, I guess, celebrate the launch of National Wills Month, W-I-L-L-S. That's right. And we have welcoming the Chief Business Officer of Footprint. Belinda, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you here and it is National Wills Month, I'm getting that right. So I guess this is the time that we're trying to get people to start thinking about a will. Correct, so either think about doing one or updating their will. Brilliant, okay, so before we talk about that, tell me a little bit about yourself sorry, and the journey that led you into this role at Footprint. Cool. So I moved to New Zealand uh, 15 years ago now from South Africa uh, and I started off in recruitment and um, that's probably where I first got to work with a variety of employers as well as HR representatives. Um, and from that, I was in that role for, or working in recruitment for six years. I then looked to move into financial services after that. And that's where I've sort of been for the last nine years. And I started off um, in the insurance industry. And then after that, I, um, well, while I was there, I was actually a senior leader of operations with 65 direct and indirect reports. So it was a massive role, um, but it, it really gave me my grounding in financial services and really gave me that grounding to understand financial services. I then moved to Footprint, which is a much smaller team. Um, and from there, I have been, uh, I've moved over in a senior manager role and uh, 14 months ago into the chief business officer role. Um, and I've always been passionate about financial uh, well-being and understood why wills are important. And so the role quite well fits with my background and my understanding and my passion for it. Cool. All right. So then let's unpack what is Footprint or you you tricked me a little bit because when I was online having a snoop around, there's Footprint and there's Footprint Connect. Tell me what are the differences and, and, and who and what is Footprint? Sure. So Footprint is New Zealand's largest provider of online wills and the first to offer a subscription online will and estate administration solution. Um, And that's our retail advisor and our charity side of our business. Um, And then our Footprint Connect side of our business is um, the side that looks after the uh, employee benefits piece and that focuses more on financial well-being. 
and our mission overall um, from Footprint and Footprint Connect side is for uh, that we're wanting to change the perception that wills are only for the older mm. generation with lots of money and we want to be able to educate people and enable people to take action um, so that they're protecting their families and their hard-earned assets. Great. So why was Footprint set up then? And I guess I'm curious on the online nature of it. Um, so Footprint originally um, started off uh, being a part of uh, Perpetual Guardian and okay. so in 2014 they did a survey that uh, looked into uh, how many people would do their will online and 15% said they would. By 2018 it had changed to 84% and so mm. it made total uh-huh. sense to separate that part of the business off. Footprint was created um, and then COVID hit and being a digital company, we obviously could work from home and um, that was okay. But what came, what we realized quite quickly was that there was a growing need for financial well-being, for people to be able to access um, financial literacy and learning topics from home or from other places other than being in the office. And with 63% of full-time employees not having a will, it made total sense for us to then Mm. branch off into that employee benefit side of things. And so that's sort of where we went um, down that avenue. Mm. And then last year, we ended up actually separating out from Perpetual Guardian and um, and the Complectus, well, what was Complectus Group, and we um, are a standalone business now. So we um, have just continued the work as, as it was set up and, yeah. Brilliant. Now, you donate some of your profits to charity. So why do you see this as an important aspect or or link back, I guess, to your company? Mm, So it's part of our our roots and our DNA. Um, So our um, founder is Andrew Barnes, who's well known for the four-day week. Ah, Um, He's also the founder of Perpetual Guardian. Oh, do you have a four-day week? We do. You do? We do. I'll be noting that down. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, And so he um, is the founder of Perpetual Guardian too, which operates a foundation and also owns Give A Little. So it's in our roots. We've wow. we, That's what we've always yeah. known and we wanted to continue that when we separated out. So um, when creating your will, it's the same as creating your legacy and leaving your story and letting people know what your legacy is about. We have enabled through creating your will the opportunity for you to uh, leave a legacy to charities. And so mm. um, it's an important part of giving back and um, making a difference in the world and also also enabling charities continue the good work that they do. We've got quite a lot of the charities that are going to be working with us through Wills Month to be able to promote gifting in Wills as well. Brilliant. Do you track how much is given to charities as part of this process? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So this month is National Wills Month, so let's unpack that a little bit. I mean, we keep using the word will and I guess everybody sort of thinks they know what it is, but let's just unpack what exactly is a will. So a will is a legal document that allows you to decide who and what of your assets needs to be distributed in what way. So it allows you to bring everything into a single um, document for you to then have a decision on how that gets distributed. And I know it sounds a little bit funny, but we always say try and remove yourself from being... Um, you know, the point of the will, because it's not, yes, you're the person that's creating it, but it's actually about your family or those loved ones that you're leaving behind. So almost try and remove yourself from the situation Mm. and think about actually the people that you're leaving behind and what you want to happen with um, all the stuff that you've accumulated over your life. Right, okay. So what sort of things does a will cover? 
What can you leave behind? So there's a few fundamentals that go into a will. Um, some of those things, well, the, the most important in my eyes is the executor. And so that's the person that is going to see out your will and the, the wishes that you have within your will to a T. They're actually legally, financially liable for making sure that they do it correctly. Um, so it's quite a big role. Um, and so uh, you have the, cho- the choice there to select someone that you... Um, like a family member or friend or um, a trustee company or lawyer, whoever you would like to put into that position. Um, You then have the opportunity to select a guardian for your children and then, of course, your fur babies. Um, (laughs) So they also get get a a place in your will. Um, And then funeral wishes is where you get to decide what you want to happen there. And we've actually seen some people have a little bit of fun with uh, that section where, you know, they'll bring through things like, uh, we've had someone ask to um, hire a actor at their um, funeral and have them act as the Grim Reaper. Wow. And we've had people ask to have a bottle of bourbon at the wow. burial site so everyone can have a uh, nip, you know. So there is an opportunity for you to be able to actually have a bit of fun and bring out a bit of your personality when um, when doing your will. Um, outside of that, we've got gifts of significance. So if you have something really important that you want to gift to someone else, um, there's an opportunity for you to be able to do that. Um, and then uh, also leave a gift to charity. And the f- last thing, after everything's been paid off, who do you want your remaining estate to go to? Right. Yeah. And do most people default that to their children? Not necessarily, no. Um, it will sometimes be split between children and partners, or right. partners first, then children. It just um, all depends on the family setup. Yeah, yeah. One of the, the best, if you can say it, best funerals I ever went to, the person knew they were passing away, they had plenty of warning, and I had to take four teenagers there who had knew the, the teenager involved, and I'd prepped them on how difficult a funeral could be, and mentally myself on taking these four to their, for all of them, their first funeral. And I'd prepped them, and then we're sitting there, next minute it starts, and you hear this sort of rev up of car sound, and next minute the coffin comes flying up the church aisle 100 miles an hour. He'd made it into a full remote control car. And so he literally came racing up with racing stripes down the coffin because he always wanted people to smile whenever he entered the room, right down to his funeral. And I can remember one of the teens leaning over to me and said, you said this would be sad. (laughs) It was such a cool way. So I love hearing that people can customise their requests. What's the strangest thing? Do you know that someone's ever left in a world. Oh, I w- we've had quite a few um, strange things. I can't actually think of anything. Right I mean, now. I joked with you before we went yes. on air that I'd started a process of a will a couple of years ago and then something happened it didn't get finished. And I joked with the person at the time and they said, is there anything specific you want to leave to your children? And I totally as a joke said what like the Smurf collection to the 16 year old but definitely the wine collection to the 22 year old to which the lawyer responded yes well what's the value of the Smurf collection and the wine I was like no 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 just kidding just kidding but yeah I can imagine some people would have those special collections I mean I know somebody who's collected over a thousand um, egg egg cups you know so you imagine leaving that yeah I wonder if anyone ever gets something left to them that they go oh no thanks yeah oh damn I wanted the money I got the teacups yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) look many of our listeners are investors why do you think it's important to have a will if you're an investor so it's important to have a will uh, whether you're an investor or not but more so with an invest uh, if you're an investor because investments are a personal asset 
Um, and so much like, um, well, I guess with investments, the key thing is that they can grow quite quickly. And so your overall value of your estate can grow quite quickly too. Right. Um, and one of the key things that um, is important is once your estate reaches um, $15,000 in, $15, in um all of it put together, you cross a legal threshold that requires you to have a will if you want to say in who gets your stuff. Right. If you don't have a will, New Zealand legislation steps in and dictates how your estate is just distributed and it's based on the Administration Act. So depending on who you've got left um, alive in your family depends on um, how that will be distributed. Mm. And so it's really about giving you a say and you being able to decide who gets um, what of your estate. The other thing is that without uh, will, um, the cost of estate administration and the time it takes to administer your estate um, increases by 50%. Right. So, so it's just money down the drain. Yes. That could go to your kids. Yep. And and it will be, if you put a will in place, your family gets the money a lot quicker. Mm. How enforceable is a will? Like, can pe- do people regularly contest it? Wills can be contested. Uh, they'd have to go through the courts and, and the process um, that, they, that they need to go through. Um, and it, it will come down to how your will has been written. So um, one of the things that we always say is, especially if you've got some a complicated one or one where you've made certain decisions, mm. uh, put a letter with it and just say why you made those decisions because that supports the process to be able to go, okay, if it did ever get contested, you know, there's there's an understanding there um, yeah, around that, why those decisions were made. That's cool. I'm going to talk a little bit later because I actually went on before the show and did a will on your site. So I've tested it out. But what I loved was the vault at the end where you can upload any document that you want the family to have, whether that's your KiwiSaver or, as you say, a letter or a special request that's stored there. I love mm-hmm. that. I love mm-hmm. that that's all that easy. Can you just unpack for a little bit, just going back a, a step or two, the executor of the will, just mm-hmm. unpack what their role is so to help people decide who to choose. I mean, I naturally went with a family member, mm-hmm. um, but then you think, well, hang on, I'm the youngest in the family. Maybe they've gone by then. So, you know, who should you be looking at for that? It's totally your choice. Um, you can uh, still select a family member and they could be really, really good at um, at admin and, be, and mm. doing admin tasks. Uh, the executor's role is really to... Um, go through the process of um, probate, which is to go and go to court and say, is this the latest will? Court gives you approval to then go through the process of administering your estate. And um, that person then is responsible for everything. So you think of your whole life admin, um, it's contacting IID, closing down your IID, your bank accounts, everything. There's a very long list of um, tasks that they have to go through and a process that they have to go through around making sure that they've followed every process to a T. Um, One of the things that we do offer, though, is executive support. And so you could choose to have a family member um, as your um, executor and then enable executor support, which is non-binding. So it's basically the option that if um, at the time your family member needs some additional mm. support, they can then go and get that. Um, and so that's an additional benefit to be able to support them through that process. You mentioned things like closing down IID, etc. Is there a, a checklist somewhere that they go through? 
there, there is yeah. a process around what they need to do and um, even things around who they need to contact, um, who uh, they have to go and put out things in the paper around you having right. passed away, anyone that needs to come claim anything, um, all of that type of thing. So it's really important that the, all those steps are followed. Wow. Okay. So much to it. How young is too young to have a will? Like at what age? And I mean, I've just admitted how bad I am leaving it too late. You know, and I bet you there's lots of people like me. So when should you get your first will? It's a great question. And there's a huge misconception around that. A lot of people say I'm too young. Mm. I don't need one. I think because it kind of makes you feel, you know, I'm not ready to think about death yet. Yeah. Yeah. But accidents happen. Yeah. You know? And also it's always been a, a... topic that's discussed around retirement and it yeah, shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. We need to move it away from retirement. It's not a retirement conversation. It's a today mm, conversation. Mm. How you set up your insurance, how you set up your bank accounts, all these things impact your estate. Uh, only 50% of New Zealanders have a will and 91% of those are retirees. Wow. So there is a massive Oh, I don't gap. feel so bad then. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, anyone over the age of 18 can look at putting a will in place and it really comes down to how many, how much assets they have. Mm. And so that 15,000 threshold comes into play um, and uh, it's around 7% of 20 to 35-year-olds have a will. So if you're thinking about, um, they're talking about trillions of dollars transferring between generations, um, f- you know, over the mm. coming 20 years, for example, and a lot of that's going to millennials. If we don't have wills at um, that sort of age group, we're not yeah. protecting our futures. Yeah, we're very lucky because our 20-year-olds now have come into a generation where they set up KiwiSaver automatically. You know, perhaps my generation a little less that it was so optional in its day. We're now... I, I know many that we employ in our work, It's they all tick the box. So that immediately means you've pretty quickly got an asset Correct. to distribute, even if it's back to your parents. Yep, and the average KiwiSaver is 27000 at the moment. So wow. you, yeah, straight yeah. away people have crossed that threshold of the 15000 So Yeah, brilliant. Mm. So how much does it cost to get a will? And I guess what are the benefits of having this online version? Mm. Talk, so, talk me through the packages that you have online. Cool. So we've got um, three packages available. Uh, We've got the single will, which is our standard will, and that is a one-off cost of $100, and then you can just purchase um, additional wills when you need to. Um, We have two subscription models, uh, I guess similar to how you would have a Netflix or an Amazon account. Um, the first one is the Willet package, which is our most popular package, and that's $85 um, per year. And included in that is the online will uh, with an annual will update. Uh, we've got the rewards program, which uh, get, gives you rewards back towards your estate administration, um, and that helps reduce the costs of administration. We've got the Learning Lab videos, which is uh, videos that we've done short bite li- bite-sized learning around wills, estate um, administration, executor, and it just supports you in understanding a bit more about uh, those topics. We have the vault that you've spoken about, which is a uh, single source, I guess, to be able to put all your important documents in. Uh, you can access it anywhere in the world. Um, you and can you add to that any time or just annually? No, any time right. you can add to it. And one of the things that's pretty cool with it is that you can actually do a video for your loved ones mm. and upload that. Um, and then 
what happens is once you pass away, we give you original will if we have that, uh, as well as everything that's in your digital vault to your executor. Um, we then also have the notification widget, and that is to allow you to notify your loved ones of where your will has been stored. Um, and who it's been done with. And the reason we created that was because 39% of people didn't know where their parents' wills were stored. Yeah. And so we saw there was a real good opportunity for us to be able to create a tool that notifies people, it doesn't give them access or anything like that um, to your account in any way, but it just lets them know that your will is with footprint. Um, and then the last thing is that we have special offers and we've got discounts off those special offers. So things like enduring power of attorneys and trusts. Um, and so that's the, the Willet. We then have the Will package for $120 a year. And that's exactly the same stuff as what's in the Willet. But instead of the rewards program, it has the estate administration valued at $10,000. And so the benefits is really having quite a, quite a lot of variety and a lot of benefits, not just the will. Uh, you have it all in one place. You um, have those annual updates that you can go back to, um, the educational videos. But I guess the key benefit is definitely around putting a will in place. You reduce the time and cost um, mm. of, of estate administration and your family gets to receive those funds sooner. And stress. Because, yes. you you know, when someone passes quickly, sometimes you are unclear what their wishes would be. Mm. I mean, one of the questions, you know, do you want to be buried or cremated? That can be a tough family discussion. Um, and I love that your site had the option for either. You mm. could choose, you know, let the family decide, mm. um, which was really cool. My next question we've kind of already answered, I guess, which was, you know, people may think they only need a will when they've got a lot of money or have built a uh, purchased a house, but you've already just raised that the average Kiwi saver is sitting at 27000 mm. So it's not all about money, is it? I mean, you could have very little um, financial money in the bank, so to speak, but people still need to know what your wishes are when you pass. So mm. it's having that content as well? Yes, definitely. And so that 15000 threshold definitely comes into play there. Um, things that other things that contribute towards your um, estate um, and easily helps make up that 15000 is your KiwiSaver, as you mentioned, life insurance, um, shares or investments, mm. uh, savings you have in your bank account um, or if you own a house or business. And the one thing that people always forget about is their personal belongings. So you think about your car and your belongings mm. in your house or if you had to put all of that together, how much does it all cost? Um, so quite quickly it can reach that 15,000 mark. Mm. And the, the person in charge of then looking after that estate at the end, are they the person that then pays off the car loan or does all that? That's, that's all part of their role as the executor? Mm -hmm. When does someone like Perpetual Guardian take that over? That's if they've been selected to be this, right. the executor or if you've added executor support, um, yep. they can, they can, you can approach them. Or if you hadn't, um, your executor can approach someone like that at any stage. Right. right. And do people often take that just to take that burden off perhaps a family member? Yeah, yeah. at a yeah. time when, uh, when your family's grieving, some people feel that mm. it's better to go that route. Actually, for my, my own personal experience, I came over and I've always had a will and I put my husband as my... Um, executor until I started at Footprint and I changed that very quickly because I actually came to realise what was involved yeah. and he isn't great with admin. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let alone at a time you're grieving. Of course. Yeah. 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 No, okay. So, the, so you can elect then for perpetual guardian as, as somebody who can manage that whole process. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Which if you're doing that, then you might as well look at the, the better packages, I guess, to incorporate that. Yep. How often should you update your will? 
So a will is definitely not a one and done. Hmm. Although I do often meet people that say, oh, I updated it last 20 years ago. Yeah, so, and uh, your ex-partner's ex-ex-partner is still getting everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we recommend every two to three years at the longest. Um, really, it should be as you have any big life event changes. Um, so things like getting married or divorced or having children, buying a house, all those things um, are times when you should be reviewing your will and seeing that it's still up to date. Uh, one of the things that people don't realise is when you get married, if you haven't put a contemplation of marriage clause in your will, uh, which basically says that you want your will to stay in force after you get married and it lists off your, your partner's name, um, your will, if you had to pass away without that contemplation of marriage clause after getting married, you actually pass away without having a will in place. It cancels, your will becomes invalid and uh, wow. it cancels it out. So it's as if you had no will. Wow. So something to consider with all those big life events make sure that you're mm. um updating it or at least checking if it's still up to date mm. you know yeah. there may be people that have that only need to update it every 20 years that nothing changes yeah, but yeah 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 but we do live in a fast-paced world these days lots is changing my next question i've already answered myself because i wrote down how long does it take to complete and at that point i decided actually Stephen, get on and do one yourself because i was well overdue for doing one so i jumped on and i would say 10 to 15 minutes was all it took admittedly i've still got to find a couple of documents like life insurance and things to upload into the vault i feel like i i haven't completed my vault and shut the door yet um but certainly 10 to 15 minutes my experience um, without sounding like an infomercial, but it was it was so easy. Um, I really liked your website. It guided you through and really clear questions. It asked you key things at the start, which was simple yes, no answers. Then you filled in the details that you wanted right down to then the funeral plans, etc. Got to the end, and I would have done that on Friday afternoon, I think. Hit submit, and then today I've received the more official documentation to say that it's been checked. So someone else checks this. Is this correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. who who looks in that next step? So so yes, it takes on average fifteen minutes to to do the will, um, and once you submit it through to us, our professional will drafters will review that and uh, get it back to you. Our turner, we say within three days, but as you know, it's our turnaround time at the moment is very good. Yeah. Um, and and are they just looking to make sure you haven't done something really strange or? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, and just make sure that it all aligns with uh, what you what you've entered in and that it makes sense. Yes. Right. Um, and then we would get it back to you and it's ready to download. Um, you would download it, print it off, sign and get two witnesses to witness it. Um, we haven't moved to digital signing just yet as a country, but um, I anticipate that one day we will, hopefully. <laughs> cool, cool. And then how, I know you're storing it digitally now, but how does it get activated? So if someone passes away, is that why it's so important that other people know where the will is stored? I mean, this must be a massive thing, regardless of whether it's Footprint or anybody. You know, if I was to pass away, how does someone know to activate this will? Mm. So hopefully you have used some of your benefits of storing it in the vault and notifying your, your friends and family members. If you don't have a subscription model, it's really important that you do that um, anyway. So notify family of where it's stored. Uh, but we add all of our wills to the New Zealand Will Registry as well. Ah, okay. um, and the other thing is that we offer to um, store for free your will in a flood and fireproof safe location for you. That's a total personal 
personal choice. You can choose to keep it too, but then just make sure that you've let people know where it is because they need the original to be able to go for probate um, and, and to administer your estate. So what usually would happen is usually it's the family uh, a family member that's contacting us first or um, because we do employee benefits, we do hear from um, our employers usually um, before the family actually um, and what we would do is just start that process. So we hand it off to the executor for them to then follow through in the probate and estate administration process. I just wanted to clarify something you just said then. So I've got my will, I now must sign it with my witnesses that hard copy has to be stored somewhere, not just your digital. Yep. So the hard copy is required to be binding. Yes. Ooh, so you do need to let someone know where your magic yes. folder is in your house. Exactly. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, why do you think people don't have wills? What's the hesi- hesitation? I think... Because the cost is, can't be the cost. Well, I think there's a perception, right? So I think that um, a lot of people perceive it to be too hard and to be too expensive and take too long um, to do. Um, obviously, I've just spoken you mm. through our process where it's none of those things, but it's about educating people on understanding that gone are the days where you have to go and sit in an office and wait for someone to take you through this and spend hundreds of hundreds of dollars. And it is hundreds. I mean, I should clarify, the one I started and then stopped was going to be $530 for the exact same wording that I've got from you for $85 a year so I can keep updating it. Mm. So, you know, I'm not meant to be spouting any business here, but it it interests me, the difference. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's that perception of of just thinking it's really hard. And I think also people are a bit... um, not scared, but probably nervous to talk about it. Um, mm. And so what we're trying to do is change that. We're trying to say that it's actually reasonable. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Mm. You can do it around those that you love and that you feel comfortable, you know, having there to support you, fill it in if need be. Um, and uh, we also encourage people just to have conversations about it and, mm. you know, say what you've put in your will to your family. Yeah. Brilliant. What are your top three tips when it comes to creating a will? Uh, definitely think about your executor and who you mm. put in that role with it being such an important um, role. Uh, I would say make sure that you have um, signed and witnessed your, your will correctly. A lot of people can go on and they go as far as submitting it and getting it back and then just not following through that last final process. Having it signed and witnessed correctly needs to happen. Uh, make sure you store it somewhere safe and just tell someone who like where it's stored um, that you haven't stored it in a, sta- in a safe spot that no one can find. Yeah, not the storage unit no. where you store Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No. And I think my final thing is just be brave and have those conversations. Mm. Tell people why you've made certain decisions, um, what decisions you've made. You're not going to be here at the end for them to ask. So, yeah, yeah. so have those conversations. Or now. as you say, write the letter and put it in the vault. Exactly. Yeah, if it's yeah. just easier to explain it at that time. Yeah. Now, we've got lots of business owners and managers that listen to our show, and I see your Footprint Connect side of things offers packages for companies to provide to their employees. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, so our um, Footprint Connect side of our business 
as I said, is our employee benefit side that covers off the financial well-being um, topics. Uh, there's a lot of financial well-being talk at the moment through many businesses. Um, there was a survey conducted by the FSC this year alone that showed that uh, 59% of people reported that financial issues were adversely affected, um, affecting their overall, overall well-being. And we know that um, financial issues uh, impact productivity. So we recognised that there was a need to be able to uh, build knowledge on financial topics and employers also support their employees around this type of thing. There was an opportunity to bring um, financial well-being and wills and estate planning together in a single source and also make it really accessible to employees. So being able to do it um, from anywhere you don't have to be in the office going into mm. a learning environment. Mm. You can do it at home in the comfort of your house with your family around. Uh, you could do it works for shift workers. Yeah. Um, all of that type of thing really was important to us. Um, and what we've done is remove the legal jargon out of it. So we've made it really easy to understand. Um, and we have made it that um, it's available to everyone within a business, no matter the type of role that they're in. Um, one of the key things that we have done also is ensure that if a employer has a really well-rounded financial well-being solution, we've then got another solution where that, that is a standalone piece around the wills and estate right, planning. Right. So we've sort of catered for um, either option and we work with each individual employer around understanding what your business needs. Um, is it more financial well-being? Is it more the wills and estate planning? Is it a bit of both? Uh, we work with you around um, understanding both those pieces. Um, one of the, the other things to consider is that employers pay KiwiSaver mm. um, and a lot of um, employers pay group life insurance and both of those are personal assets. Um, so they actually get frozen or they become part of the um, estate when right. um, someone passes away. So um, being able to offer a solution that supports the, not only the employee, but their family too, mm. is a big key piece of that. And your site talks about my financial footprint. Just, just unpack that a bit further. So my financial footprint is the financial, um, basically what we've done is we've integrated our Willet product right. with financial topics. And so we've created short bite-sized learning videos um, as well as tools and resources that support employees to further educate them around uh, financial wellbeing topics and close that financial literacy um, gap that we've got in New Zealand. So some of the things that um, are covered are things like budgeting and debt management okay. and life insurance explaining. Yeah, there's so many different mm. things to understand within that, um, planning for retirement and investing. Um, and one of our pillars is a well-be well-being pillar and it includes ADAPT, which is a unique to footprint coaching framework. Um, and it's like having a digital life coach um, supporting your employees to achieve their financial goals. Um, the idea behind it is that we've, as I said, wanted to make it really easy to access, simple to understand. Yeah. Um, and one of the other pieces that we've included with on the My Financial Footprint side is that we have a mini white label. So there's some companies that will be able to provide that type of content themselves. They um, have 
content that would fit into those categories or they create their own categories That's and cool. it then rolls out the information to their employees um, from from the stuff that they sell. Brilliant. That's such a good idea. Mm. Love it. So what's your long-term goals for Footprint and Footprint Connect? So we're um, growing at the moment. So we're looking to recruit a couple of roles, um, which is quite exciting. And we're, our long-term goal is to go global. Um, so we would then hope to go in the next two to three years and start um, getting, you know, have major growth or hyper growth uh, through our global approach. We have some exciting stuff that's coming up in the financial advisor front of things. It's a little bit too early to um, say that, so everyone's just going to have to watch the mm-hmm. space for that piece. That's right. We can get you back. We can get you <laughs> back for that. So how are you supporting as a company National Wills Month? Um, so National Wills Month is obviously a key time for us. Uh, we um, every year run different campaigns, and at the moment we're um, doing a campaign that's um, – a nationwide campaign so we're uh, throughout New Zealand uh, running he- um, a campaign called Here's to the Moments and really what we're trying to do is we're trying to um, focus it on uh, enabling New Zealanders to be able to put their will in place make sure that they've, they've got one in place that they're reviewing it mm. uh, we like to um, we, we want to be able to make sure that they are they've got their will done so that they don't have to worry about that type of thing. They can actually go and focus on yep. enjoying life and enjoying the things that they, that matter most to them. And so um, you'll see a few different social media posts around encouraging people to reflect and enjoy and celebrate yeah. um, the sentimental moments and the thrilling moments and things like that um, so that uh, they, they, they know they've done their ad- life admin. Uh, we're offering a 25% discount off um, all of our products in Wills Month if you use the code WILLS25 when paying. And so uh, we're working with our charities and our employers that we work with and advisors and all of them are busy uh, running or promoting, making sure that people are getting their wills done this month. Brilliant. So what was that code again? WILLS25. WILLS25, yeah. Excellent. I did mine a few days early, didn't I? Um, and... People that have already done their will somewhere else years ago and want to update it, are they best to start fresh on your site? Yes, so they would um, come through to our site and they would uh, start fresh, but then any update that they did through our site would actually remember the information they'd put in previously and then you can just go through and edit it so you don't have to actually enter that same information all over again. Um, But once you do a will, um, it doesn't matter where you go, but basically once you do a will, it's... cancels out your last one that you had in place yeah brilliant now we're nearly out of time but you said something right at the start i want to ask four day week how does it work for you so we're in the middle of a trial so we're still busy trialing it uh at the moment and uh we were pretty efficient to start off with but uh we're really enjoying it to be able to offer my team time to be able to go and do what makes them happy or do you back. do they pick their day or are you all specifically sort of different days different people how does it work mm, so we've got a mixture so we've got um a, a few taking the friday um and then we've got someone that also um do, for her it would just made better sense to work the five days but do school hours okay great um, idea. so we've sort of mixed it up a little bit and um yeah we, we're loving it we were able to as i say go and do things that make you know, make us happy or you know, one of my things is I get to go and pick my son up, which I do every day anyway, but on a Friday we can go and do something together nice. and just go and enjoy. 
Brilliant. Love it. How can people get in touch, find out more and be like me and go and get your will done? Um, so the easiest thing is to go to our website at myfootprint.co.nz. Um, you're welcome to flick us an email as well on info at myfootprint.co.nz. Uh, we're always happy to help. If you've got any questions you want to um, get answered, please reach out. Brilliant. I realised I started the show talking about my show Ghost and then went in to discuss death and wills. It was, that was an accidental segue to start the show. Belinda, thanks so much for coming on. I've learned a lot. Um, I'm going to go back and actually add a few more things into that vault, having listened to you that I'd forgotten about. Um, so all the best for National Wills Month and we'll look forward to catching up again soon. Thanks so much for having me. I've loved it. Great to have you. Thanks for tuning in on another Monday. Travel safe on your way home. We've got very special guests in our studio next week. It's an episode not to miss. It's about a very special TV show run by Attitude TV called Four Go Flatting. So join me next Monday on Property Matters. If you want to get us to speak to anybody, email us propertymatters at barfoot.co.nz. Have a fabulous week. Catch you next week. Goodbye.